welcome to another episode of Sash Versations. Happy Saturday. I hope everyone is having a great day. I am your host, Tiffany Purnell. And I'm your other host, Roseanne Plant. Hey, Roseanne. Hi, Tiffany. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Well, let's get started. So I would like to tell everybody about where I have been. I know Roseanne and I have been um, away for a little while, but we are back. Yay! Yes, we are. <laughs> and we are ready for another exciting season with Sash Versations. I am currently Mrs. Tennessee Captivating 2020 with the Captivating Pageants. And I chose Captivating Pageants because they really want the contestants and the title holders to be themselves. You know, they, they realize that every title holder and contestant is unique. And, and I love that because myself, you know, I, I have built up my confidence and I'm a very confident person and I'm, I'm very, I'm unique. You know, I do not try, I do not try to be like anyone else and I value a system that values that. And also, I have my doctorate degree. I am now Dr. <laughs> Tiffany Purnell. <laughs> and let's just stop and just give, yeah, and I just I have to stop and just give you a round of applause because that is a lifetime, life-altering, amazing achievement. So congratulations to you, my dear friend and Sash sister, because that is a tremendous, wonderful accomplishment that you should be so proud of. Well, thank you. And, you know, that <laughs> it took a lot of hard work, but it's worth it because, you know, once you get your education, no one can ever take that away from you. That's right. <laughs> and so I have been busy with that. And also I became a principal uh, last August. So with those two things that kept me busy. So I was away for a little while, but we're back. <laughs> we are back. And I think that's an important lesson sometimes for the um, listeners out there, not just in pageantry, but in life, that there are sometimes when we have a goal, that that goal needs to take priority and other things need to be prioritized away. And for that amount of time, you know, I, I totally understand how you feel. I've been a lawyer for 23 years and I set three years of my life aside and concentrated just on law school. And people didn't truly understand that. But when you obtain these terminal degrees, that is required of you. That is part of the sac. It's a sacrifice to to become a doctorate uh, level educated woman, and and so it's important and it's okay for our listeners to know that sometimes you have to take some time and donate it and dedicate it entirely to that one goal and accomplish it, and then you can come back. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with the sabbatical that we both took. And we just, I, like I said, I could not be more proud of you. Um, and I just, you're going to be just a tremendous asset to the educational community in Tennessee. Well, thank you, Roseanne. And I would like to hear about your new title and everything you have been up to. And I know our listeners would like to hear about it as well. Well, I've been really busy too. And I am currently, and I really, I can't be any more excited. I am currently Mrs. Midwest Agriculture America 2020. It is a newer system. It's been around just about a year. 
and it originates out of California. My directors are a mother-daughter team who have extensive experience in the pageantry area. They also are ranchers, and they come from a, a long-standing uh, ranching family dating back over 100 years. And what they decided about two years ago was that they wanted to combine their two passions of pageantry and agriculture. And they observed the trend that we've spoke about during our podcast before that pageantry is just exploding and expanding in different areas and different interests. We've talked about that. We've talked about finding your right system. And it was so funny because all of the things we talk about all of a sudden started to happen for me. But what happened was um, uh, my director, Shannon, and her mother said, you know, we're going to we're going to look into this and see with all these new systems, we think agriculture, which is a major part of the United States economy. It's essential now in these times of pandemics. We're seeing how essential our farmers are and how needed they are throughout the United States and the world. And they said, why shouldn't the the industry of agriculture be celebrated? And why can't we do that through a, a community service pageantry pageant system? And so they created the Agricultural America system. They've expanded it. They are so innovative. We not only have many divisions from from Tiny Tot all the way up to the Mrs. Division, but she also has started, and I believe this is this is truly groundbreaking, a division for men. And she has a few men involved in the man division. And we are over 40 strong. Right now, there are no state pageants, but she does have an extensive interview process. Starts with an application and then several different interviews followed up by a lengthy panel interview where I was interviewed by um, uh, six people. And there are actually two were not able to be present. So I interviewed with those two people separately over um, Skype. And what she does is she looks at the agricultural part of your background and the pageantry part. And she is not accepting everybody. 40 title holders, as I said before, and we are um, pointed to a national pageant our goal at the very end of 2020 or the very beginning of 2021, and it'll be in California. So it's really, I have found my niche both in pageantry and my platform, which has always been the Green Ambassadors in Gardening as Therapy. And I'm thrilled to be the first title holder from Iowa and the first master gardener or gardener in the system. We have ranchers, we have people who have been in FFA and involved in the fair and uh, extension and uh, 4-H, but I am the first master gardener. So I'm just so, so thrilled and had started my reign officially in Disney World. Over the holidays, I announced my title. And until the CDC, of course, has been warning us and to be safe with the pandemic, I had done um, a couple podcasts and started my appearance schedule for 2020. Rose, I'm so happy for you. It feels amazing when you have finally found a system that's perfect for you. And as we have told our listeners before, there is a system for everyone. You just have to Mm -hmm. do your research and you just have to be patient. But if you want to participate in pageants, do not lose hope because there's a system for everyone. And so we're just so excited that we have found our systems. (laughs) Yes, we are. Yes. And you know, I always want to encourage people to network because the funny story is when I saw 
all the posts about the agriculture America system and the new title holders, I reached out to the director and I'm saying that in quotes and found out it was actually the owner of a jewelry pageant jewelry business that I had not only purchased some jewelry from, but I had modeled for her. And when I reached out, she said, Oh, it's, it's Rosanna Shannon of queen bee. And so you just never know how those connections that you make a year, two, three years uh, before are going to come back to help you. That's very true. And that's why my mom always told me, always be careful about, you know, the enemies that you make and the friends that you make, because you never know when you're going to need someone. You never know when you're going to want to network. So just always be mindful of mindful of that listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, uh, and then the other thing that I have been also doing is uh, in addition to my legal career, I uh, have pursued, pursued a dream. I've always wanted to be a lobbyist and become more involved in the government of Iowa. And so I'm happy to report that I'm a lobbyist with Family United Action Network, and we are working on improving and uh, revolutionizing some of the very antiquated family laws in the state of Iowa. And until the legislature suspended their session due to the COVID pandemic, my first bill had made it and uh, passed through the Senate and was uh, ready to go to the House and be voted on. So I'm thrilled. I spent several um, hours in Des Moines and made several trips to Des Moines. And I'm really thrilled to be a full-fledged lobbyist as well. Congratulations. <laughs> and I really believe pageantry helped me uh, do so well as a lobbyist because really pageantry is reaching out and lobbying for your platform and lobbying for your system. So it's very easy to incorporate pageantry skills into professional careers once you've mastered them. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about how pageantry has changed your life since since you became a title holder since you started competing in pageants how has that really changed your life well you know it's interesting that you asked that because I tell people there are so many things that pageantry is like and and at first they don't really believe me but you know pageantry does it teach you a diplomacy diplomacy skills which are very important in my profession as a lawyer they also teach you that as much as we don't want to admit it, appearances, uh, first appearances are important. How you relate to people is important. And that you also have to remember, we always talk about, and I know we have, Tiffany, a different judge, a different day, a different mm-hmm. outcome. And so many things in life that are subjective. Sometimes, you know, things don't work out as you wish, but you have to realize that that's perhaps not entirely a reflection on you. Perhaps it just wasn't your path. It wasn't your time. It wasn't what you're supposed to be doing in your life right now. And pageantry teaches you those things that, you know, um, to be your very best at all times, be ready to catch those opportunities that are really blessings and be ready to catch those opportunities and can do is just be the best you at the time. And I think what you just said is a very important um, point that, you know, every title holder needs to realize because there's only one crown. (laughs) And so, you know, sometimes title holders may get discouraged and they may say, oh, well, I'm done with pageants. But like we said earlier, you know, there's a pageant for everyone. If you just competed in the pageant and you did not come out victorious, 
that's fine because, you know, there's always another system. And, you know, w- when you compete in pageants, you gain friends. That's how, you know, Roseanne and all, that's how we um, connected through pageantry. And so through that's pageantry, right. you gain so much. And so we're just, we're just thrilled to be title holders. <laughs> no, that that's right. And, and I just think people need to to see it as so many other things that, and it's also a numbers game and the fact that when you see that person crowned on national TV or at your local pageant, you have no idea. And I think this is the most important lesson I tell people. You have no idea how many times that young lady tried or that woman tried. If you if you talk to some people and, you know, I, I saw a, a recent Miss USA interviewed where she talked about, I believe she tried nine times to get to this to win the state crown nine times, Tiffany. And she never gave up though. She wanted to, and she took some years off. And I think that's the the thing I tell everybody is no matter what it is in life, never give up because literally you don't know what's around the next corner and it could be the goal, or it could be something that you didn't even think was on your goal list, but something you would like to do. And so don't, don't let your vision of success narrow your opportunities and just never give up because you don't know what's around the corner. Well, right now we are dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic and it's just, it's horrible. Right now in Tennessee, we have a stay at home order where we cannot go anywhere unless it's essential. And, you know, that starts to break down people's, I guess, um, it starts to break you down and, you know, people Mm -hmm. become depressed. And so, you know, as title holders, you know, when we're so used to making appearances, we're so used to going to this place and that place and this place and that place and dressing up, you know, and just talking to other title holders. But what is something that title holders can do during this time to maybe cheer up people or maybe be of service to um, the community? Right. Well, and I'd like to backtrack just a little for some of our listeners who may be new to to Sassversations, but and Tiffany, obviously, you know this because you met me during this very difficult time. But during my reign as Mrs. Iowa International 2016, my husband left for work one day and he never came home. Um, And the reason was because on his way to work, uh, a bus, a city bus ran a light and and crashed into his Chevy Tahoe and he nearly lost his life. He severely broke two legs and has um, a traumatic brain injury, which he will have for the rest of his life. And the sheriff showed up at my door. And at that precise moment, my life changed forever. And I went through and have felt and experienced every, every, part of what everybody now is feeling in the pandemic. I I went from almost losing my whole family because Chad is the only family I have to, you know, uh, financial issues immediately to um, great, you know, I I was petrified. I was scared. I was fighting, you know, my first, the first doctor told me I should just. So they had said right from the beginning, you know, that the first doctor had said that Chad would not make it and to go ahead and and make funeral arrangements. And I immediately said that was not going to happen. And I sought the advice of a second doctor, which of course saved his life. But I do know how people feel because my whole world was upended in that one day. 
And everything about our life changed from how we maneuvered life to how we did our finances. Uh, we, of course, were thrust into five months of therapy outside of our home and in different towns and in different states. He was in a brain rehab hospital and then in a brain rehab facility. And then we did rehab in our hometown and just everything in our life had to change. And so I do understand how people feel. And I think the key to getting through this successfully is the one tool that I found was to try to adapt and not give up once again. But adapt is just have a goal of what you want and getting there may look differently, but how you get there, you can use your creativity to still obtain your goal. So I can give all of our listeners an example, which was, you know, my job. Um, I still wanted to continue my law practice and I had clients. And so I learned how to work from home when most lawyers don't, didn't do that. Well, now we're all learning to work from home, but I was very successful at securing, you know, a laptop and travel, um, printers and finding places where I can meet clients. And so it, you can get from point A to point B, you just have to think of new ways to do it. And I think that will be the challenge for our society and for title holders as well during this time. Well, if you are a title holder, it's very important during this time that you keep your own self, you know, uplifted, you know, and that you do not try to get depressed or anything like that. And a way to do that is by maybe um, being a guest on a podcast show mm -hmm. or by doing some appearances online because you can also Absolutely. do appearances to where you do not have to go anywhere. If anyone would like to be a guest on our show, we would love that. In order love to be it. a guest, you could uh, contact us through our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page called Sash for, Sash for Sations. Or you could go to sashgirlsrock.com and under the Sash Versations tab, apply to be a guest and we will contact you because we know how hard it is to uh, make appearances during this time. And so that's always a way that there's always a way where you can uh, make an appearance. Absolutely. And though a lot of pageants are being continued or just canceled for the year. And I, I do know that several systems have just asked their current title holders to stay on that this is no reason to hit. I, I, I heard a very famous judge recently talk <clears throat> about the same situation. And she said, this is not the time to hit the pause button. This is the time to build your uh, self up in your portfolio and to show those judges that no matter what the circumstances that you can add value and help other people out. And I know that one thing that I have done is my little puppy, uh, Princess Bella, does a lot of pet therapy. And obviously, we're not able to go to the places we normally go, like nursing homes and hospitals and other facilities. So the nursing home that Princess Bella works with a great deal in Sioux City, which is called Holy Spirit, we decided that we would do a Facebook Live. And so we created Beat the Blues with Bella. And we go live twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1.30. And Bella does a show every week with my help, of course. And we try to keep them short, 15 to 20 minutes. And we have a different topic every week. We're going into week three of that. 
and it seems to be very well received. And so tighter, I've seen that. Um, I've also seen title holders do similar things like uh, story time with a princess or story time with the queen and they're reading to children and recording it and, and putting it up on social media. So there is a lot that you can do. I, I have always in my titles done Mrs. Iowa or now Mrs. Midwest garden tips and people are asking for those now where before maybe people didn't watch them quite as much now people are really interested in what can I do out in my garden so every time I do a project I try to make a short video and try to put that up on my title holder page so there's lots of different ideas that people can do and you utilize uh, Facebook uh, social media, Instagram movies, videos, you name it, they can definitely do it. it, it you know, the possibilities are endless, uh, only limited by their imagination. I have also seen where title holders are making uh, masks for our nurses and our doctors. And yes. I think that's amazing. I would love to do that, but I do not yes. have a sewing machine. So <laughs> Um, I cannot do that. But that is another um, option for people, you know, to do something like that, which, you know, I'm sure the nurses and the doctors would really appreciate that. Well, and I, I have heard of title holders. Uh, I guess you can make hand sanitizer. I heard of somebody who was making hand sanitizers and um, putting them in little bottles and, and doing little care kits for people. Uh, people are arranging prayer circles and taking food to hospitals. They, there are just so many creative ideas out there. We, in our area, we have a find the heart uh, a scavenger hunt in, in my town and people are putting hundreds of cut out hearts on their windows. And then people take walks and you, you seek out the hearts at people's windows and there's a scavenger hunt for it. I think that's great. Gets people outside. There are just so many things that you could either take part of or create your own. Like I've created my own show with Bella for pet therapy. There's just so many things you can do while maintaining your social distance and abiding by the CDC guidelines and staying safe. That title holders, this is such a great time to show your creativity and your resilience as a title holder. I agree. And, you know, during this time, you know, we just have to realize that, you know, things will get better. We just have to keep praying, you know, but it's, it's yeah. so hard because we're so used to, you know, living our norm. And, you know, right now, you know, I, I, I really don't think anyone is living their norm. And, you know, that can be really hard. Yeah, yes, it can. And um, I think this all teaches how, how privileged we are in the United States, how blessed we are. It's also going to teach us that the true things in life are our family and being together and not things. And so I think there's really a reawakening in the United States and around the world. And I, I know that we both want to ascend our appreciation to the first responders and the nurses. I know your mom's a nurse, the nurses and the doctors that are on the front lines battling this terrible virus. Yes. And, you know, I, I say a prayer for the nurses, you know, every day, the doctors, you know, everyone who's on that front line, because I know that, you know, it cannot be easy. And they're also scared about, you know, bringing um, COVID-19 to their homes, you know, to their kids, to their spouses. And, you know, I also, I really think it's wonderful for the travel nurses who are going to New York and who are, you know, at ground zero, basically. And so yes. I just, I pray that, you know, this is over soon and we can get back to 
to a normalcy. But at the same time, I really feel that this is bringing America together. And I, I see a lot of people, you know, doing things that, you know, I did not see prior to this. You know, I see people coming together. I see people being appreciative. And, you know, that's good as well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, I am so happy that we are back on the air and uh, during a time where hopefully we can do so much good and bring title holders together. And, and also, um, we, you know, we hope people reach out. We would love to have everybody on. Yes. And like I said, if you would like to be a guest, uh, you can contact us through our Facebook page, Sash for Sations. You can um, go to sashgirlsrock.com and fill out an applicant form to be a guest. And we are so excited to be back and, and believe, you know, we will have many more episodes. We have a lot of great um, episodes coming up in the future. And we are just excited. Absolutely. We'd love to feature you if you have a creative project and, uh, and get that idea out there. So until next time, as you always say, Tiffany. Stay fabulous. Fabulous. Bye-bye.